Welcome back to the Green White Checker Podcast. Your host, Andrew, joined here with Austin, Zach, and Joe. We're here to talk to you about this past weekend's race at Phoenix and what's to come at Atlanta. So, Joe, what did you think about this last weekend, Phoenix? I still don't like Phoenix. Um, I thought the racing was maybe a touch better. Um, I guess it'll be hard to totally figure out what this new short track package will look like once we get to a proper short track, but you know, Chevy strong and Willie B two in a row. So good race for them. Hendrick boys. I, uh, I have some thoughts on the new package. I think we'll get right into that since Joe, you mentioned it. I mean, I, I think there's that weird balance of harder drive versus good racing. So I, I don't think the two go hand in hand a lot of times. I think we want cars that are hard to drive, but hard to drive cars do not always mean good racing. It means better driving. And I think that's what we saw this week was the cars were hard to drive. So a lot more guys slipping, sliding around, getting sideways, but the racing didn't necessarily improve. But I, I don't know. It's kind of like that, like, you know, flat out kind of racing. You know, you're going to a little bit more side by side racing versus when you're actually having to wheel the car. It's more of a skill gap there. But I don't know. I'd, I'd, that's my kind of main takeaway with the uh, with the new package, I'd have to say. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's. Phoenix is a shit barometer for anything yeah, new. You know, also true. <laughs> it's yeah, using Phoenix to say whether something is good or bad just isn't going to work because Phoenix we know sucks. So I, I, I don't think we really learned much. Um, what we did learn is dirty air is still a thing, even with mm-hmm. the low downforce. Um, there were guys complaining about that all day. You know, if you you were out in clean air, you were fine. I mean, I think we only saw one green flag pass to the lead, and that was Harvick on Larson. That um, flabbergasted the booth. <laughs> blown they <away>. were <laughs> blown away by the fact of that happening. Yeah, there. Clint was Clint was all excited. Um, so, you know, and and their astonishment at a pass for the lead sort of speaks to how it went. Yeah. So I don't know. Is it Phoenix? Is it the car? Is it the package? It's it's hard to say. What I, the thing I keep thinking about is they they talk about how we were running the lowest amount of downforce, um, we have since the '90s. But I'd still like to see. I wish there was like a grip unit that you could have for the car. This car makes mm. 75 grip units in this current package. With the mm. arrow turned all the way up, it makes 100 grip units. You know, because I think the arrow is only part of the problem. I mean, I've said it since they started messing with stuff with this car is I just think it makes so much mechanical grip with the wider tire, the lower profile tire, the bigger brakes. And then you also have the downshifting on top of that where, you know, in the old car, you, you would lose momentum and you'd be screwed. And, and that's how guys would get a run on you coming out of core exit. Well, now let's just drop a gear, disappear, and you're fine. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so there's that. You're braking later. So your braking zones are shorter, which means, you know, you, you have... I, I'd sort of say more room for error. I think you can kind of get on the binders a little harder if if you overshoot your brakes and you can kind of save it uh, more so than you could in the old car. Uh, so there's there's just a lot going on where the car is overall so much more sophisticated and better on paper than the old car. So <clears> even <throat> though you take all the downforce out of it, I still think you're making a shitload of grip, and it'd be very interesting to see how that would stack up. Like if you could just have that overall number mechanical and aero combined and compare that to generations of past but you know all that said i I, again i just you're not going to learn anything from phoenix the only thing i'll say is 
Um, I think it was DBC who quoted Ryan Blaney, uh, I guess. Someone asked him what the asked Blaney what he thought of the package, and he's like, "Yeah, well, you know, couldn't really tell." So what that tells me, you know, the one thing we know about Penske is he likes to keep his drivers tight-lipped, uh, keep mm-hmm. both guys tight-lipped. So he didn't come out and say yes. He just kind of said, "Eh." So like, if it was better from his perspective, I feel like he would have said yes. But he's just like, eh, "I don't know." So, you know, sort of read between the lines there. Maybe he's not so sure about it. Who knows? I I don't know. I guess we'll see what Coda because when we'll see this package again. So maybe that'll be a little bit of a better test um, than Phoenix. At least then we'll have you know some more data to look at. Um, but yeah, overall, you, you you even with all that said, I still can't. I don't think you can read too much from a Phoenix result. It's kind of what we talked about last week, where it's kind of weird to do arrow changes for short tracks and road courses because those are your tracks that are less aero dependent mm-hmm. so you know the mechanical grip of you know the tires or you know something maybe that's something we need to do honestly this package on like the one and a halfs might make things a little interesting well i don't i don't know if i'd say that road courses are one of the least air dependent i mean for thinking of coda especially i mean through the s's mm-hmm. or like you know you're gonna want some some downforce on that so it's gonna give some more off throttle time which might create more opportunity um for passes or bumps or whatever, a little more action mm-hmm. through like the high speed corners with lower down force. Um, but obviously slow speed corners, like every corner on a, on most uh, short tracks or, you know, tight corners on road courses, definitely gonna not probably see that much of a difference. Yeah. I think, I think we're used to like arrow, not mattering, not mattering, not, <laughs> not mattering. That's not like being important. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at a, like, road courses and short tracks because our old cars never had downforce like at all right <laughs> like they had side force and stuff like that but like as far as like overall downforce they never really had it um so we never really thought about much but this thing it does generate a lot of downforce you know that yeah. that underbody that thing <laughs> you know that that diffuser and all that stuff that sucks the car right down to the ground um and yeah. all them channels they got going through the body and all that you know sort of wizardry they're doing um it's definitely making arrow matter even when you think it wouldn't, which is that part of the problem? I'd, I'd say yes. Um, I think Phoenix for the short tracks that I'm thinking would use this package. Phoenix would probably be your highest speed. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Maybe New Hampshire would be better. Would be higher. Are they using this at Dover? No, no, mm-hmm. not Dover. Yeah. Which so sucks. Phoenix, sucks. Phoenix is probably your highest speed where, which would mean that your arrow would be, most impactful so maybe as we go shorter it gets better yeah i'm sure someone's listening to this who actually knows a lot about arrow and they're like these guys are, fucking these are fuck- what are they the talking are they? about <laughs> well, it doesn't God. matter at martin's what are you, what are you talking yeah i mean i ass? guess we, we really won't relatively know. of course we're yeah, in relative. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i guess we really won't know this because Rich- richmond i feel like is similar to the phoenix and that the racing Restarts are great, but then they're just single file after that. And then, you know, we got Martinsville mid-April will be, I think, the first true test of this pack. Well, I guess we got Coda, but short track wise. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously Bristol Dirt will be not this package. So be interesting to see. And I mean, also Phoenix was built for redacted cars. So, I mean, what are you going to do? I, I guess the question is, say we do strike out at all the places this is supposed to work at. What do we do next? Raise the cars up. Go back to Gen 4. 
like <laughs> iRacing did. Uh, Just get get some market the... cars and put them with 900 horsepower and I'm job done. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> change yes. the ratios. I don't know. Skinny up the tires. You know, I don't know. Like, gotta do something. I mean, yeah. I, I think I I still think that the shifting is probably one of the biggest parts of it. I mean, if they did mm-hmm. something with the rate, like just something with the ratios, I mean, yeah. I don't know if they, how much control the teams have with the gear ratios, if anything, none. none. Yeah. So, I mean, do something where, you know, either like, or I don't know, all the gears are way lower. So, or like there's just a bigger gap between fifth and fourth. So there's really no advantage to grabbing fourth if you mess up or even make it a four speed for, I don't know what, I don't you know. I think, I think that's what Denny was saying. He said something about like a drop gear or something on his podcast this week where you make that difference so big that it's not advantageous to drop down. Right. I mean, that's the whole reason you don't shift in a four speed is because the three lower gears are there to get you up to speed. Then once you're close enough to grab fourth, you grab it. And then if you go down to third, you're revving out at 9,000 and like just not giving yourself any advantage at all. So, I mean, do something like that with the ratio on these make one, two, three, and four, just insanely close to each other. We're to the, you know, to the point where you're starting in third gear, uh, make one and two first and second. So small. And then, you know, third or f- make fourth a little bigger than fifth. There's huge in comparison or it just makes no sense to grab fourth unless you're like stopped. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I, I think that's a big thing. Um, you know, even on top of the grip ratio, like you were talking about before, like the grip measurements, I think that, uh, the gearing has a lot to do with it as well. Yeah. Again, someone's probably listening to this being like, what are they talking about? <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's that's what makes this fun. Is uh... hey, hey, thanks for listening, though, if you're out there yeah, judging yeah. us for our <laughs> thanks for the view, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the real idiot, huh? <laughs> the guys who don't know anything or the guy listening to us talk about not knowing anything? There you go. Insult our listeners. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> well, and I think, I think, you know, everybody keeps talking about horsepower, horsepower, horsepower. And that's really only part of it. I think there's right. a balance. You need to get that horsepower and grip ratio right. You know, you can have low horsepower and still have really good slippy, mm-hmm. slidey cars. You just got to take the grip out of them. So, you know, everybody gets excited about a horsepower number. I don't, I don't think that's so important. What you need is the right balance of grip, both mechanical and aero, and horsepower, um, and have that correctly ratioed. Yeah, I think we we pretty much have talked about it the last couple of weeks where you have either a skinnier tire or groove tire. Mm-hmm. And then I think another thing we can do, and it's been mentioned years before, is raising the cars, adding a minimum ride height, because once they got rid of that rule, that's when we really started to see aero push and aero problems. And they've never added it back. We continue to have aero problems where we had one pass for the lead under green flag. So I don't know, just something to think about. I mean, again, we don't know anything. Then he was saying, too, about how, you know, fat and wide the back end of these cars are, um, leaving a big old hole in the air. When you do that, that's dirtying up the air for the car following. You know, if you look back at the old Gen 4 cars, they kind of tapered down and sort of narrowed at the back, kind of cleaned up that back air. Um, and then they also had, you know, they're all twisted up, but I think, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a, I argue that, we don't want these things to look stock. I, I think, you know, cause a stock Toyota Camry is not built to go 170 miles an hour around an oval. It's just not, you could try. It is. <laughs> you it, try. Is if you be- it is. If you believe. <laughs> sure. 
But like you look at those Gen fours, and I'm not saying the Gen fours did did great every race. You know, certainly not. There was definitely some boring. But like, you know, I don't think Dirty Air was. It was certainly a thing, but maybe not as prevalent back then because just the way they're shaped, you can kind of see like the left front how it's kind of like scalloped in or whatever. Like it kind of looks like it's it's meant to grab some air um, if you stick it out just right and put some air on that left front nose and stuff like that. Like they had they had some trickery in the body body, and and maybe now the trickery is underneath the car, and I just don't see it. Um, but I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens going forward. Well, we saw Hendrick try to do some trickery with the body. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Alle- allegedly, still, I might add, <laughs> allegedly. allegedly about it. They got, him, they got the parts. <laughs> it just wasn't so, as going to do about it at this point. All four Hendrick cars have the louvers removed, and also and Haley. Haley. Yep, yeah. Justin Haley. Not just his... not just Hendrick. So we don't really know much except that they were taken. Uh, I've seen a couple of tweets where they talk about how it was how they felt. So possibly like polishing or maybe edging the edges, rounding them off a little bit, but we don't know. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about this? Love awesome. edging the edges. Mm-hmm. <laughs> huh? Um, huh? What? Uh, what? Yeah. <clears throat> um, I mean, I think that, I don't know. I mean, what was that quote you said, Zach? It was uh, bring... 10 you know nine or bring uh bring 10 cheated parts and hope they don't find nine of them or something like that or or yeah. well bring 10 and hope they leave you one or something like it's right the racing yeah. adage about you know hope you, you only find one yeah you're yeah. giving them something to find and let you get keep something illegal right yeah. exactly i don't know i mean it's, it, if you ain't cheating you ain't trying you know except unless true. you're totally out of there just the worst Damn sure. um but I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's it's one of those things like what are, like making changes to like what are you doing? I think it's still teams kind of testing the balance what they can get away with. I mean, who'd have thought that the edge, you know, adding a polish or like scrubbing off the you know rounding the edges or whatever like would have gotten like you know maybe they're trying to see oh can we get away with this and not get caught or like what's gonna happen if we do get caught? I, you know, I think that's um still kind of you know kind of kind of part of the fun with it you know is figuring out what you can what the teams can get away with but i don't know what i feel differently if it was jgr absolutely i'd be ripping them a new one for being a bunch of dirty cheaters but um (laughs) you know i I think it's part of the game you know yeah and it's still fast yeah Yeah, and they still smoke everybody you you could say how fast would they be if they didn't take the louvers you know if you want to look at right it's the unknown you know it's it's hard to say how much does it help them. Who knows? But you know, the rule isn't did you gain from it or not. It's don't modify parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And two teams found out, you know, you don't you don't mess with it. So yeah, last year NASCAR's. Yeah. I think NASCAR's kind of. You know, if they found these parts are modified in any way, whether they gain benefit from them or not is irrelevant. You modify yeah. the supplier part, and. If that's the case, the NASCAR has kind of set that precedent, and they have to penalize them the same way they did RFK in front row last year. Yeah. Um, um, uh, now, if they don't, you know, they're opening themselves up to a lot of scrutiny. You know, there's already a lot of murmurs about HMS favoritism with, you know, they did that track house thing, or not track house, track attack thing. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, the road Hendrick stuff, car, yeah. and suddenly Hendrick started getting really good at road courses when they were working on that track attack car. Um, you know, certainly no. No, uh, not some clever way to get around NASCAR's, NASCAR's no testing rule or anything like that. They were just making production cars 100%. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, the whole Garage 56 thing, you know, people were getting kind of up in arms about that. You know, so I think they have to, I think the precedent's set and they have to penalize them 
Otherwise, they're they're definitely opening yeah. themselves up to scrutiny. I, I guess the only way they can get out of it is if they can somehow convince NASCAR it's about safety, but I don't see how that could be in this case. No. Um, but I will say, you know, yeah, I mean, they got even as a Hender guy, if they if they modified him, they gotta they gotta hit hit the hammer on him, which you know obviously sucks for um the the four cars, but you know you gotta you gotta be consistent, like you said. So realistically, what kind of penalty were you looking to get handed down here? I would expect the same one they gave out last year, honestly. Hundred owner points, hundred driver points. Crew chief got a vacation. The whole whole shebang. Do you don't even have a hundred points yet? Are they gonna go negative? Like what's <laughs> what's yeah, the points looking like right now? Hold on, let me, Bowman has hundred and fifty four. I guess it technically wouldn't affect Chase because he wasn't in. He this has race. no points, so yeah. Mickey has... Mouse Championship uh, incoming. Okay, that's so. <laughs> if so it was Ky- so, Kyle points, Bush's was then too. Cool, got it. If it was a hundred points docked. Bowman would have 54. Byron would have 44. Uh, Larson would have 37. And, I mean, I don't know how how involved you'd have Chase here, but he'd be minus uh, 51. I guess his owner points would be hit, not his driver points. Right. But, I mean, that knocks all of Hendrick outside. I mean, the highest ranking Hendrick would be, which would be Bowman, which would would be uh, 29th which is where Chase Elliott currently sits. And then you got the other guys behind. But, I mean, end of the day, you win, you're in. I mean, you already got Byron yeah. in the playoffs. You got, I mean, the rest of them, you know, anyone who hasn't won is probably going to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, you're, it's not going to hurt them that much. Even I mean, obviously, in the regular point standings. But, I mean, it's Hendrick with the way they're running, even with the unaltered parts or, you know, the uncaught uh, unaltered parts. Um, you know, they'll be right back up there. But yeah, I mean, that's a huge hit early season to get knocked to mm-hmm. outside the top 30. And mm-hmm. I think they, they get you some playoff points too, if I remember Ten correctly. playoff points. That's mm-hmm. pretty, it's pretty steep. Yeah. So with all the dominance that Byron's have right now, he has 13 points. He goes down to three. That hurts a lot. That's a big difference. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, even if he gets a penalty, as as a you know, if I'm Byron fan, I'm not that worried about it. Yeah, he's no, he's been he's strong in. all year. He, we're going to Atlanta, where guess what? He won this race last year, um, and dominated. And you know, just you know, a little shout out to Byron. You know, I think this is the first race where, at least the one I saw, where he went out and took the win. Like he mm-hmm. was, he was one of the faster cars there for a while, but him and Larson definitely fell off. I mean, Harvick. Harvick drove through both of them, and then you know Bell was eventually going to get Larson. Had that gone green the rest of the way, so they they weren't the best cars anymore. Um, and they made that you know that two tire call, which was yeah. You know, I I don't know why you'd take four tires in this car. I think we've seen this play out multiple times now, where yeah, the end of the race, two tires. It's like there's just no tire fall off. The two tires is is fine for green white checker situation. Um, now I mean Tyler Reg did get up there, but you know. Still, <laughs> I, I think even if Tyler Reg didn't push Byron to the lead, you know, you still had Ryan Blaney, who was probably going to sneak the win away from from uh, Byron and, and Larson. But anyway, back to my original point, like, you know, he went up there and took it. You know, so that was kind of cool to see. I don't I don't think I've seen that from Byron yet. You know, anytime he's win, I felt like he's had the dominant car. Um, 
or at least at the time he won, he definitely had the dominant car. And, and I think this was the first one I saw where that wasn't necessarily the case. He just went up and grabbed it. Yeah, he definitely fought for that win. Got uh, Andrew's bold take of Byron <laughs> most wins. Uh, starting off with an early, strong oh, lead. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Zach's trying to say I stole it from Denny. Denny said that Byron would make the top four. He said Byron was going to be a force this year. Whatever. You can split hairs however you want. <laughs> <laughs> Playing pinball over there, sir. Oh, sorry, I dropped a pin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another thing too, freaking Chevy, four for four. Yeah, the dominance yeah, yeah. continues. Does, there. does anybody have anything for Chevy? Like, and, and mean, now we're going to Atlanta. I feel like no. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, West Coast swing ending. I mean, I'm. I feel like now, you know, kind of what we talked about all season. Mm-hmm. I feel like at this point, we may get. You know, teams are going to come back, have some more time to adjust. Um, I think we'll kind of get a better taste of where everyone's at uh, yeah. the next few weeks here, but um, I don't know, man. It's it's uh it's not looking good so far. A few races in, yeah, yeah. Good luck. <laughs> um, and I guess uh, I mean Josh Berry top ten. Um, that was felt like the first whole half of the race. He was like on the border of being a lap down. Gets gets that first top ten. Bowman his fourth top ten in a row. He's the points leader right now, so the Hendrick boys are looking good. Yeah, I'm glad to see Barry perform well. I know he wasn't running up there most of the race, but, I mean, strong finish. Absolutely. I, I don't understand. I feel like Barry has, like, some unwarranted pressure on him to do really well. Like, he's in the nine car, so therefore he must be up there fighting for wins. Like, yeah, bro. He is not in this car regularly. What are you talking about? You know, <laughs> Ty Gibbs is in the 45. Ty Gibbs ran half the season last year. Nobody's <laughs> saying he should go out there and win races and be up front. Like, yeah. like, what are you talking about? Like, I've seen, like, just, like, there was this couch racer tweet, something about how outside the top 20 and worse than shop, like, that's not impressive. <laughs> like, wh- what are you even talking about? Like, it's... <laughs> He's an Xfinity guy who just got the call. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're you're telling me <laughs> DBC had a bad take. Yeah, right. so, yeah. wow. Whoa, hold on now. <laughs> Slow I mean, down. I think they love doing bad takes because they love to get the interaction. They know what they're doing. Yeah. They get engagement on the tweets and it bumps the tweet numbers up. I don't I I mean, I don't they know. They have I, bad well, takes and they I like think, putting them out there just because of that. If they, they liked said it that Danica much, they want to block well. everybody who disagreed with them. I don't That's know, true. man. It's you know, if they're really oh, all about driving engagement. Well, do they, they do that in the Couch Tracer? I know Brett does that, but do they do that on the Couch Tracer account? But who runs Couch Tracer? That's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like uh, you know, I, I, you know, I don't know. I'm sure part of it's that, or like, um, you know, maybe whoever is most regularly running the Couch Tracer is doing that. But I mean, if if Brett had any, you know, or if they were on the same team, and Brett was like, yeah, you know, let's do this to drive engagement he would not be blocking everyone who drives his engagement by disagreeing with <laughs> yeah, his I know. horrible takes so <laughs> i don't know a, he has a snowflake it's so yeah funny. he He's is a whiny little <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the snowflakes calls everyone else snowflakes for, yeah. for, for disagreeing with them and getting upset about it and then blocks you for disagreeing with them so so <laughs> zach mentioned ty gibbs how many races does ty gibbs have anybody know he i mean he started a little bit past the halfway point well no when, when did he start? When did After Kurt Pro- Busch go out? He Pocono. went out Pocono. a couple weeks before playoff. Yeah. So probably he about half a season. 19 races. How many top 10s does he have? I don't know. Not that many. One, yeah. if any. 
Yeah. One at Michigan where he finished 10th. Yeah. And like, I don't, I don't put any pressure on Ty to get top fives or wins at this point. Like this thing is so different from the Xfinity car and cup is way different from Xfinity. So it's like, like just from a competition standpoint and everybody notes that. So it's like, why is Josh Berry have like this? I don't know. I've seen a few people talk about it and they just have like this extra pressure that they're putting on them to do well. Like why? <laughs> yeah. Go out there and don't wreck the car. That is his job. Yeah, pretty much. And, and he's doing that great. Like, you know, Vegas, he, you know, they didn't have a great day, but so what? He kept the car clean and he got it home. And then Phoenix, he gets a freaking top 10. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I mean, Josh is doing everything he needs to do. If you get no practice in a car. You're pretty much just thrown into it. No sim time, nothing. Mm-hmm. And you finish the race without incident. And then you go out to the next week and you get 10th. Like, I don't know what else people expect. I mean, was he supposed to go out and win his first race? I guess so. Yeah, how dare him get used to a car that's wildly different than the car he's used to driving? It's ridiculous. And, I mean, it's and a car mu- they probably slower. was literally told just to go out there, bank some points. These money uh, drivers these days, my God. Yeah, right? Unbelievable. <laughs> put put any iRace from the car. He'll outdrive Josh Berry any <laughs> oh, day of the man. week. All right. That was a take that was said last week. I'm watching mm. this Coke race, and it is just a meme fest. Oh. Right <laughs> <laughs> oh. Good Lord. So mercy. Get a bunch of egos. Yeah. So, <laughs> speaking of the DBC, they, were, they talked about Danica Patrick, and they said she did fine. What do you guys think? I mean, mm. I don't think Brett said she did fine. He said she looked good, and <laughs> I had her <laughs> muted a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, I don't really, that's not fine in my book. That's She's hot, and I don't like to listen to her. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. I mean, I, I didn't think Clint could get more annoying, but try Clint with an echo. You know what I mean? It's just, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that that is a way of saying it. Yes. Yeah. They also know. followed up, said there was somewhere in the sport for her, and I agree. It's in redacted car. Yes. Far away from yeah. NASCAR. Yeah. Yeah. Go, yeah it, well, and that's the thing. It's like there's a spot for, but I don't know where it is. Well, then there's not a spot for. I don't have to right. tell. Like if somebody like Clint, I I can think of a perfect spot for Clint. I think Clint would be a great swap for Michael Waltrip, or you put him with Chris Myers or something like that. That would be great. You get little. Little little tastes of Clint every now and then. You know, having Clint for the full broadcast is too much. Yeah, little, little tidbits here and there, I think you'd be great at. Danica, her place is in the parking lot. Get out of here. I don't <laughs> need you anywhere around a racetrack. I don't care what you have to say. I mean, if, I don't know. like bad. It. Yeah. I don't know how much we'll get. But what part of me is like, do they just do it because it's International Women's Month or whatever? Is that, is that why they have her in there? If so, I'd rather, I'd rather see Jamie up there. Jamie does fine with it, the trucks. Yeah, Jamie's She's great, great in the pits. Love to see her up there. But is that why y'all had her up there? Come on, guys. You can edit that part out. I don't know if we want to get that controversial here. But uh, yeah, I don't know. So, had a little last lap running again between, no surprise, Denny Hamlin and Ross Chastain. Well, well before Chastain. that, you want to talk about the, uh, the Harrison Burton caution? Was that a caution or not a caution? Oh, it was a caution. Debris. 100%. Agree. Do you think it was a caution for the spin or a caution for the debris? Yes. I mean, they put it out pretty quick. I got a little sideways. But then it became warranted with the debris, so yes. Yeah. I'll agree. It was a little early, but also, I mean, they're being consistent. 
which yeah. is what we asked, you know, at yeah. Daytona was be consistent sure. and they're going to throw it last week or this week. I guess. I just think NASCAR, sometimes they look optimistic or not opt- opportunistic with the, with the caution light. And I just felt like they, you get these feelings sometimes like, Oh, we really need one. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you, and I don't know, maybe they're just leaning on that button a little hard, which I, I guess if they're doing it the same way every time, you know, it's whatever. Um, I, I I think they did throw it a little early, but it was definitely a caution once the tire blew and he was getting debris everywhere. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest, that race, you could have watched the last 15 laps and been fine with it. Yeah. I mean, nothing I was, else I was, happened. I was bummed out, Harvey. I'm not going to lie. I wanted to see him get the win. Yeah, it would be kind of cool to see him. You know, last, uh, la- or not his last run there, but last season running there. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be cool to see him get another one, but I'm not gonna cry over harvick not getting a win so but yeah denny and ross somehow managing to fight each other yet again no um didn't didn't he say something in his podcast that it wasn't necessarily unintentional him driving him up into the wall like that so it was it was a little it was a little the, there was a long explanation for it and and I, like hearing the clip that was posted i was kind of like ah, well i guess he did just like like i thought he just sent it in and, and wrecked him but like denny said that he went in and he got he went in too hot and he was sliding up the track and the spotter called one to the outside. So he's just like, all right, well, I'm, he figured at that point I'm losing whatever position I have and I'm going to like 15th anyway. So in his words, you're coming with me. So he said, he just sort of let the wheel go, put the one to the outside. He said he, you know, he took blame for fucking his own race up and how, you know, he could have gotten like 15th. The next thing he knows, he's like back in 23rd. Um, so he said he was an idiot for that, for for, for uh, ruining his race as much as he did, because he already knew he was going back, but he didn't know he was going back that far. Um, and he basically just talked to, I guess he said he talked to Ross after the race, and they sort of cleared the air. They called truce, and, and they're going to start fresh from this point on. So, you know, <laughs> it's whatever. I, if, if them guys talked it out and they're cool with everything and they're they're ready to move forward, then I I got nothing to say about it. I mean, I don't, people getting all worked up. Oh! You should penalize Hamlin for admitting it. Like, shut up. Like, th- this didn't involve any other cars. Like, nobody else got wrecked. It was just them two. They have a history. It wasn't just like they decided to randomly clean them out. And they talked after and supposedly resolved it on their own. You know, in my mind, NASCAR doesn't need to get involved at this point. Now, if they start wrecking each other and collecting other cars, then, yeah, NASCAR needs to step in and put a stop to it. But, I mean, we, we like rivalries. We like it when guys yeah. get after it and, and go after each other. You know, and I like it when they have the balls to come out and say, yeah, I wrecked you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I like that. You know, that adds to it. It makes it more fun instead of having to like, sh- you know, hide in secrecy because you don't want to get a penalty. Let them come out and say, yeah, I put them in the wall. <laughs> I, I mean, mean how, many, how many penalties seems, would have Earnhardt gotten? Right. I think Denny seems to be an expert as well of, um, you know, wrecking people without wrecking people or, you know, without making it look too intentional. Um, or, you know, just like j- wrecking him just enough like he did at, uh, where was that? Was it Auto Club or somewhere whenever he like, uh, it was like shortly after the original incident when he just kind of didn't give him any room on the outside coming out of two on the, on a restart. Is that poke? Um, poke yeah. Was, yeah. Um, yep. And so just, you know, seemed like a, uh, a similar situation where it's like, oh, I'm not going to re- like just, you know, left rear you to the infield, but. I'm going to make you pay a little bit without NASCAR being able to do enough to get involved. So I don't mm-hmm. know. It's, 
I do like the rivalries though. It's kind of you know add some excitement, of course. But it's fun. Let them. Nobody's getting hurt. It's fine. Nobody, they're not tearing up other people's cars. It's it's whatever. Let them do it. I mean, it makes for good news. I mean, mm-hmm. we're all yeah. talking about it, right? Uh, but let's be honest. Do you really think this is the last time you're going to hear about Denny and Ross? Oh, no shot. I mean, they haven't given us <laughs> reason to think that's going to be the case to this point. So, <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, they, supposedly they're two. They're both cool with it. So I, I'm not going to get more mad about something that you know, then the guys that are actually involved with it. Right. You know, why, why am I going to do that? I mean, I, th- I think it's good for now until, uh, Ross and Denny un- undoubtedly end up near each other again here in the next couple of races and Ross does something stupid again, or Denny makes a mistake. Then it's right back to it. But I don't know. I guess we'll see. But, I mean, uh, it's, it's a, it's a one, it's a blow for blow thing in my mind. You know, if you, yeah. you know, I didn't, you, you even just in eye racing, like that's the other funny thing too. People get all excited. Oh, this person's such a dirty driver because they paid him back. I've heard people go irate in eye racing when there's nothing on the line. He wrecked me. I'm gonna fucking put him in a wall. I'm gonna wreck him. Or you know they calm up. Or oh, I'm gonna come get you, 27. Don't you worry. Like I feel attacked. <laughs> I was talking about Andrew, but <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Listen, just because Andrew's the angriest guy in all of sim racing, so. <laughs> <laughs> but like, there's uh, nothing on the line, and people get all that worked up. So it's like these guys uh, are actually racing Andrew, for their livelihood and all that stuff. Of course, they're gonna get pissed off. Andrew's the maddest guy. Have you heard literally anybody in any kind of top split? Um, because they get mad at <laughs> looking at their car wrong. Well, you're racing well, me for second. You let me. You t- you touch me into in the rear bumper. <laughs> Freaking idiots. Well, speaking How dare of, you be in the line I wanted. <laughs> yeah, quick, you, need, you should let me go. Quick sidebar. <laughs> speaking of iRacing, we have a green-white checkered in the Coke Series race tonight, so that's... uh Half the field checked out. Yeah. Sponsored by green-white checkered. Podcast. There you go. This, this not an checkered, ad, not an ad but uh, it could be. Wink. <laughs> How about uh, Sammy Smith in the Xfinity race? Anybody got anything to add for that first win? Good Ooh. for him. Yeah. yeah, good for him. <laughs> so on to Atlanta. Uh, well, I guess you, do we year. want to talk about the, the Chandler and Kyle Busch thing real quick? Yeah, sure. Let's go into that. Input on that, or do we think it was just hard racing? Somebody at fault? I didn't watch Xfinity. I right, thought it was on. just a racing incident. <laughs> 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 oh, he turned the leader. No oh, way! Oh, look at all them awesome high racers that didn't get called up. To the nice oh, man, oh, Rick, man. you should definitely call these guys to fill <laughs> Rick, the Rick, you should call car. every single one of these guys. Yeah, yeah they're all great. in there. They're Think of so how much good. money they'll save you in fuel and tires by wrecking <laughs> the car on lap two, Rick. Be you awesome, should just right? cancel all the races and just do iRaces. Exactly. Yeah, honestly. It's yeah. Really, yeah. You know, get rid of all the guys who are quote-unquote real-life drivers. You know, why don't we just, like, have these, not not the not the real-life drivers do iRacing, Mm-hmm. Literally just the iRacing pros be broadcast yeah. every Sunday. I mean, that yep. seems fine to me. I mean, the argument I heard is that these guys are able to practice, you know, at an extreme amount. You know, they can mm-hmm. practice every day, every day compared to like a cup guy. So they'd be great. So they're practicing every day and they're still wrecking every three laps. You mean the so same guys who would... complain about how unrealistic iRacing actually is uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, are the same guys saying, hey, you should give me a chance in cup because I practice all the time? Yep, yep. So imagine if they're this bad with all this practice they claim to have, imagine how bad they'd be with 15 minutes of practice. <laughs> Incredible. 
<laughs> we appreciate good eye racing. We love <laughs> slander it. here. Can't be not it. the service. The service is great. It's the service people is fine. It's the people that make it unbearable. Anyway, S- sarcastic segment brought to you by NASCAR rivals. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's move on to Atlanta and just get into it. It's their second year, third race. Uh, what are you guys expecting to see? Corey LaJoy win. I'd be here. For I would. I'd, I'd be down for it. that as well. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, what we he's shown good speed already this season. I mean, where do we say he's sitting in points? Son of a gun's right outside the cut line. Yeah, right outside the cut line, right, uh, right in front of McDowell. So good day to be a Austin Drake NASCAR supporter. Um, <laughs> but um, I don't know, man. Like, obviously, you can't let that one race that he did really well in, you know, dictate everything for how he's always going to perform at this track. But um, I mean, I've I, I would love to see. And perform well and get a win. I mean, that's one of my bold, bold takes for the season is LaJoy getting his first win. So I don't know. That's what I, that's that's my biggest hope. But it, in all honesty, though, I'd love to see a good race. I mean, I think everyone was quick to crucify the new the new uh, configuration last season. Um, but I don't think I don't think it did too poorly. Um, so I'd, I'd be. I mean, obviously, getting a little biased with LaJoy, but I'm curious to see how it does this year. I still hate the re- new reconfig, but I will not doubt <laughs> that, um, you know, everybody who said that they loved the old track where drivers had to really wheel it, you know, them stands are pretty empty for being such a fan favorite track. So yeah. I get why they did it. You know, I'm, yeah. I don't like the reconfig, but I, you know, I understand why they did it. Um, Same reason about crying about dirt on Bristol, which again, I agree, like shouldn't be happening, but spring race had probably 20 people in the stands every year. So there's a reason for it. It's the same with us. I know. Sorry to bring up your I, I hate your Achilles heel of conversation <laughs> to the stations there, but um, you know, I, some right, of, you I'll, know ticket sales. I'll be wishing but... death on you for the rest of the podcast. Um... <laughs> so I can't get over. So I just seething in his seat for the rest of the podcast. Let's say another word till the end. <laughs> making yeah. a Drake voodoo doll right now. Um, uh, no, but go, to your point about LaJoy, um, I. You know, I wouldn't say just because he did good last year do I have a lot of faith in him to do good this year. You know, he's he's again we were just talking about it. he's been showing speed and he's good at these super speedways and I forget where I heard it, but somebody said, you know, Spire's sort of pulling the reins off him this year and letting him go. Um, you know, that was always kind of one of the things that held him back is they were they were more in the business of protecting the car and getting the car back without any damage. Um but it sounds like this year they're sort of letting him letting him get it so and i think that's and you're seeing that in the in the standings you know yep. with him just outside the outside the cut so you know a let loose Corey LaJoy on a plate track that's or super speedway i should say um that's a dangerous thing for the field i think they better watch out i, I don't think it's ridiculous at all to say he's probably one of your dark horse picks for mm-hmm. sure well and you know what the major advantage for Corey LaJoy is this this weekend chase elliott's not in the race to wreck him yeah sure. man you dang right. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Freaking. Huh? What? Huh? What? I said Chase Elliott isn't, isn't, in the the isn't in the race. Silver Spoon Mickey Mouse Elliott. Not there to wreck my boy. These big teams yeah, show yeah. no respect to their little little brothers. Well, I think your number two driver, Michael McDowell, also sitting right outside the cut behind the joy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he performs well on super speedways also. So Daytona 500 winner, people forget. Yeah, they do. How many Daytona 500s does Chase Elliott have? That's a great question, Joe. How, would how, you many, cha- how many championships does Michael Medal have? 
How many real championships does Chase Elliott have? One. Hmm. Zero. Zero. Yeah. All right. <laughs> How many black me? flags did uh, NASCAR not throw on Chase Elliott to help him mm. win the championship? Mm-hmm. I, I have no idea what we're talking about. There. I have no idea what we're talking about. Anyway, Corey LaJoy. gonna win. Yeah, good Corey. Good Corey so, or McDowell. That's my other bold pick for the for the season. Is McDowell getting another um, one? So. Either one and I'm a, fine with. Big change at Atlanta, too. They're uh, moving back the pit road commitment and speed line to the uh, entry of turn three, which will be interesting. Um, they did that just so in case there are green flag stops, it's not chaos. I still think it will be chaos, but thoughts on that? Little, little Man, change can you imagine there. if there's like if there's a line of cars going... Going down on on the apron on backstretch to get to the <laughs> pit lane, and there's a pack going by, and they just lose it and clear oh. out all these cars. Going I hope slow. it happens. I hope it happens. Oh my god! I mean, I I don't know what you're gonna do. Like, I mean, that's this is the problem you face. Like, um, you're talking before we we got this going. Uh, you know, Talladega and Daytona, they're they're proper super <laughs> speedways, and they have those long, probably I don't know, quarter mile stretches between turn four and the trioval where you have all that nice straight track and that wide apron and everything where you can get to pit lane here. You don't, it wasn't built for that. Um, well, and it's at the end of a straightaway on the banking where mm-hmm. all the garbage and crap builds up. So it's going to be slick. So they're going to just charge in there. Well, I guess it is the speed line. Also, it's ah, so stupid. Yeah. yeah they're going to be, they're going to be going 55 miles an hour, whatever pit or pit speed is all the <laughs> yeah. way. Through that sounds I mean, sketchy as heck. Like, I, I don't know. Man. I mean, if you have to make an unscheduled stop, somebody on Twitter was saying, you know, two laps in Atlanta now is like 60 seconds. Trip down pit road uh, is 64 seconds. And that's not including the stop. So you're going down a couple laps mm-hmm. if you got to go into green. So that's going to be, it's going to screw some people up. Yeah. You're going to have to wait. I mean, yeah, you, they won't be coming in until they're on fumes. Yeah, it'll it'll be something to see how that all works out. <laughs> well, that is, I, mean, I get why least... they're doing it. I just don't, and I don't have a, a right answer how to do it better. But I just don't know if it's a good idea or not. We'll we'll find out. The only the only upshot is is I don't think there was a single green flag stop last year. So there wasn't. If we, if we keep the same trend going, then it's not going to matter anyway. Hey, just another reason got Irish is in there. You know, there's no chance yeah. of a of a green flag stop. Uh, get them in there. Yeah, you put a lot of miles in that pace car if there's iRacers in there. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, both races last year we saw tire issues. Uh, I mean, Goodyear's got to address it by this point, right? I I mean, I think it was mutually Goodyear and teams. I think it. Yeah. I think that's probably for the most part done at this point. Yeah, I mean that's what. NASCAR was claiming, and it seemed to check out. I mean, they didn't. I feel like I mean they did some tire tests, so I'm sure Goodyear made some changes too. I think, like you said, Zach, probably a little of both. I think teams are pushing the limits on tire pressures, maybe doing what they could on the old tires, um, but with new tires and you know, wider rims and everything, I don't think they could get away with. And so they're having a lot more blowouts and stuff, or not tightening. I mean, that was more. I guess I don't know the, the different different problem, but. I mean, you saw teams fix them, not tightening the wheels either, too. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think that those problems should be gone for now. Hopefully. Knock on wood. Hopefully this isn't like the clip. Every tire uses. blows out now. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm just gonna it's, give us a lot of we'll pull indie it. all over again. Let's do the couch racer strat, and we'll just have a bunch of horrible takes. So we can go back and clip, and then we can get retweeted by poorly aged NASCAR, and then uh, boom, that's that's a uh, recognition right there, baby. Easy. Well, I got nothing else to talk about Atlanta. I don't think you boys do either. So I say we move on. Uh, let's just jump into our survival pool. Here we go. All right. Wait, do you want to go over kill count first? Okay, kill count. We added Den- Denny Hamlin. Took one out. Ross Chastain. Boom. Did somebody else get somebody? I thought there was another one. Denny and Ross, technically? Or are we not going to count that? just said it. Oh. <laughs> Wait. I thought you said someone else in Ross. I'm wait, hold on. Oh, you know who we forgot was Denny, Denny and Ross. Denny and Ross. Hey, did did oh, Denny really forget that? Did yeah, Denny can we add Ross? that in there? Yeah, Denny all right, Ross. So Denny's up to twenty-eight now. Um but after we <laughs> added up all the times so he got Ross there. Um, oh sweet Lord, have mercy. I thought there was another one. I guess there wasn't, but for some reason in my mind. Oh, Denny and Ross. Yeah, oh, that's really good. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, I can't think of anyone else, honestly. Harrison Burton there. taking himself out with the tire and then uh mm-hmm. Almarol with so yeah all right well i guess that's it for the kill count then yeah nice yeah quick. survivor pool all right guess well. we won it again <laughs> two weeks in a row i told you kevin harvick i've never been more confident about a pick uh so i came in first um with uh harvick finishing p5 and then it was me andrew with bell in six which i thought I thought so Andrew was going to beat me there, coming out of four. So close. <laughs> I guess, like the last camera shot I saw, Bell was ahead, so I guess he he must have slipped or something, and, yeah. and Harvick scooted by. Yeah, I mean, we had Bell top five bet going, so I was watching it closely, and coming out of the last turn, Bell got on the gas a little too hard and got sideways, and Harvick passed him. Yeah, so I was looking real good there before that caution. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh boy, what a pick. Uh, and then Joe was third with Briscoe, who finished P7, and then Austin with the uh, throwaway pick of Stenhouse in <laughs> 19th. Way so. behind. That's what throwaway picks for, right? Should have probably yep, saved him for a super speedway again, but it's fine. We'll let it go. Um, right. So being the so first pick, I, I mean, take a while to guess who I'm picking. I'm, I'm already putting it in. Yeah, thanks. Uh, your boy, Corey LaJoy, definitely going to um, gonna seal it out this week for me. Oh, uh, um, before you officially make your pick, uh, oh. I do want to let you guys know I added oh. uh, Kimi Raikkonen, Jordan Taylor, and Josh Berry. If well, Josh Berry sucks. <laughs> um, so you know, being outside the uh, the top, you know, top twenty there, um, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. clearly never picking him. Um, but my my pick staying the same. Corey the Joy okay. taking it home for make me. Make sure you lock in. Okay, um, you gonna put the one down in front of his position too? I got that for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go okay. ahead and use my Austin Cindric pick. I don't know. No reason. Just okay. I mean get it super speedways. Yeah, he did win a he did win a super speedways once. Five hundred actually. Yeah, it's and another wild. person to add to them. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna pick a guy that just really hasn't seemed to perform well. I think he ended up with a good finish this week, but Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney. Like Old Freaking Casey Kane 2.0, huh? <laughs> yep. You mean Kyle Petty 3.0? <laughs> Andrew with Ryan Blaney. Um, I really haven't given this one much thought. I was kind of thinking of Corey LaJoy. Uh, that's a good pick. Yeah, it is. Um, Fords were fast at Daytona. You know what I haven't? I also haven't done. You know, with Chevy's winning, 
Uh, I've only picked one Chevy this year. <laughs> mm. Wow. So that's, that's you know, on brand for me and <laughs> yeah. my insight. Um, and you know what? We're going to keep it going. I'll go with Brad Keselowski. We're gonna keep I like four it. train rolling. Good I really like that pick, yeah. As far as betting goes this week, uh, I mean, you, you got to go with the long shots. Just early bets to kind of look at. I like Ty Gibbs. He's his outrights plus eight thousand right now. So, I mean, that's great odds. It's not his first time here. Wait, it is his first time here, isn't it? He won the Xfinity race, though. So. Well, wait a minute. Hold on. When did when did they come back for the second trip? I think he came back the week after because wasn't it Atlanta that Bowman backed in the wall? Or not Bowman? Uh, uh Kurt. No, he backed in the wall at like at Pocono. No, Tiger's first race was at Pocono. I thought. Yeah, yeah, because uh, hold on, give me two seconds. I'm pretty sure Kurt, Kurt Busch backed in the wall in a practice. Oh, because they had to go to the backup car, and that's when Ty started racing. So race 19 is Atlanta, 21 is Pocono. Okay, but he did win the Xfinity race there last year, so. I like him at those odds. Uh, even a top 10 at plus 300, I think, is great value. But, I mean, you got guys like Austin Dillon at plus 3,000, Stenhouse plus 3,000. I mean, they're both quick at play tracks. Just early looks. Uh, I mean, top 10s for those guys are well worth it, too, right now. What's LaJoy's odds right now, you say? LaJoy's odds, I want to say he was plus 4,000, plus 5,000. All right, put my mortgage on it. Putting your mortgage on it. Okay. Or you could even go a little bit safer and. Mm-mm. Nope. No need nope, to. Nope. Just going in plus 5,000. Yep. Okay. Wait, what What are the safer odds? I can maybe put some money uh, on those. Plus two. 200 top 10. Oh, okay. Yeah, easy. So. Lock 10, it. You walk away with 30. That's yeah. a lock. Oh. Oh. You never <laughs> say it's a lock. Too late. Said it's how confident I am. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, we got anything else for the week? Uh, I do not want to see Phoenix as a championship race in 2024. Don't let it happen, NASCAR. 100% agree. Only mm-hmm. one race for them. Mm-hmm. And it's not the you last You can have one. two races. I'll let you have two races. I don't care. Don't make it the championship race. What is the temperature in Charlotte in late November? Uh, it depends. It could be 70 or it could be <laughs> 30. Yeah, <laughs> it, there's really, really no telling. I don't know. I just thought having a race there, you know, oh. it's the home for almost all the teams. Yeah, you but know what? There's, there's this I'm really not, good track. Uh, not making it in, in Southern Florida. It has, it has great tire wear, multiple lines to use. Picker must be right against the against the fence. That's <laughs> 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 it. He got it. <laughs> It's Homestead. Why don't we go there? Hmm. I mean, oh man, I would have never thought about having Homestead as the <laughs> final race. That's wild. It's like we've just never done that before. Never before seen. Never before done. Yeah, really. Think about doing that. Yeah, I mean, Homestead's the obvious answer. I was just wondering though, you know, what other tracks could you do? I mean, it'd have to be something in the South, and it won't. Definitely not Texas. You're not going to do Talladega. Oh God! Don't don't even remind him of Texas. Oh, I know. God, yeah, True. something going there. He won't do Atlanta now because that's basically a plate race. So I mean, you could have done be... Auto Club, but it's gone. Yeah, Auto Club would have been a great one. I, there yeah. was a rumor that yeah. um, 
I forget where I heard this, but if they were going to build that short track, which it's not sounding very good for, um, that that was going to be like the championship race. Interesting. Like they were going to build, build yeah, guess... up all around that, which wouldn't be a bad idea, honestly. Yeah. And you, you I, I don't know. Be... I'm fine with not keeping it one place. Let's rotate it every yeah, year. Yeah. Different, you know, like because I, I don't like that it, it fits somebody's skill set. Like, I don't like right. that every yeah. year. You know, so either A, rotate it, or alternatively, make it a championship round, not a championship race. Yeah, I agree. Okay, if we're rotating it, like, say we just do the single race, not the, not the multi-race ending. Um, do you ever throw a road course in there? Mm. If you're trying to fit all the driver's strengths. What if AJ and Martin and uh, you know or someone you know someone like that McDowell are in a championship race? AJ Allen being your twenty twenty five champion. But then, but then it's like, how do you set? Do you road course, short track, one intermediate? Like, how do you order that? You know, you just roll the dice. Yeah, (laughs) let's run. Let's run um, Darlington reverse. Honestly, in yeah, reverse. Darlington. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> Darlington would Darlington would be a great championship race. Because do, you gotta you gotta know what you're doing. Track. Yeah, yeah. I'd be down so for do, that. I'll have to do British style cars with the drivers on the right. Shout out to our British listeners. Um, <laughs> but the drivers seat on the right because that's why NASCAR goes left. Because uh, except you know, Britain lost to USA in baseball, World Baseball Classic. Just remind them that as well. Naturally, yeah. Yeah. We should have had one of our British listeners come on just to say Louver. <laughs> I'll have to, we'll have to get Leroy on here next time. We got to say aluminium. <laughs> aluminium. Or squirrel. That's my fun. That's the best word that British people say. British people, squirrel? please send us okay. in your clips um, of you saying the word squirrel. Yep. Just yeah. Yeah. You can t- tweet it at us at, at uh, GWC pod. The GWC pod. Yes, sorry. The WG, the, the WGC you good? podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. The GWC pod. <laughs> yeah. But yes, we do have GWC at the jump. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it in. Don't cut it. <laughs> we GWC at GWCpod.com. At WGC.org. <laughs> That no, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so <sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I really wish we would have got the GWC, but uh, <laughs> com. But what was it? German wine something? Oh yeah, German wine club or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one member of that one. <laughs> yeah, bunch of Rieslings. Yep. <laughs> well, on that phone. note. I think we're going to end the podcast. Fine. Make sure to what like, Austin. comment, and subscribe. <laughs> what? What? Oh, I thought you like said something when I was talking. Oh, no, I was just saying uh, I was correcting myself. It's it's fine, not Veen. Veen is Vienna in German, but that's all I was saying. Just want to make sure I correct it for our German listeners. It's too mid-eyed. may may not live in Switzerland. <laughs> hey, they speak German in Switzerland and Italian. Yeah. And uh, French and a native language. So, look at that. Episode five, we're bringing back Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> we're full circle here. So, that is for this week's podcast. You can follow us on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, the GWC Pod. And I think that's it. And then our website's coming. It's not made yet. 
but not eventually. I don't think you can say that on air. Yeah. <laughs> Our website does not do that. Um, is that it? Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. All I right. Love you. love you guys. Peace out. Later. <laughs> love you guys more. Shut up. It's my <laughs> line. <laughs> I can't get it. <laughs> I <laughs>